we want to create a high trust, high performing culture and, you know, that uses the partnering approach. And so the book is about two-step partnering approach. The first is 10 partnering mindsets that help you to create the mindset that creates the atmosphere that allows for trust to grow. And there's also the second part, which is the six partnering values. And if you build your business on these values, it naturally begins to create the way that people act and behave. And so those things together, mindset and action, create your culture together. Hey, Construction Nation. Welcome to Lead with Trust. I'm Sue Dyer, and I've been on a three-decade journey to figure out how to make sure our construction projects succeed and produce some extraordinary results. My trusted leader journey has led me to work on over 4,000 construction projects worth over $180 billion. In this podcast, I'm here to teach you everything I've learned. One thing I know is that it starts with the leaders of the businesses and organizations that come together to build a project. If that's you, let's get going. Hey, Construction Nation, this is Sue Dyer, and you're on another episode of Lead with Trust. And, you know, when I sold my partnering business in December of 2020, I didn't sell my intellectual property that I had developed over the years, or I didn't stop partnering. I still have projects that I love working on with teams I love to work on. Uh, But, you know, I had five partnering models that I created over the past 35 years. And I really wanted to share these more broadly than I could by just working project by project by project and helping individual teams. I wanted to try to help a greater number of teams and businesses, as well as uh, public organizations, just and suppliers, all the people that enter into our projects, because each one has an impact on our project. So when I was going to write my new book, I thought to myself, well, which model do I start with? Where do I start? And I thought about this for a long time before I really settled on it. And and then it really came to me that was very clear that I needed to start with my trusted leader continuum model that I developed about 25 years ago, because there are so many projects where the team, where we're facilitating partnering, we experience leaders from, it could be the owner, the contractor, or the designer, it could be a subcontractor, a subconsultant, who undermine the partnering effort without even knowing it, without even having any inkling that they're doing it, because they bring with them the culture of their organization. And it's one that is protective, adversarial, They play a zero-sum game. 
they're competitive, and their mindset on the project is not conducive with partnering or success because you're so interdependent on a project. Anybody, any group that comes like that really undermines the ability of what could have happened on the business. So of course, the partnering effort helps. And I know for years and years, decades, people have used the partnering to prevent the project from crashing and burning. But I really have seen where if you come together and you already have the mindset of collaboration, of trust, of working together, then what you can do when you come together is really exponential and you can optimize all of the things in working together to co-create solutions, co-create what's possible, make innovations and breakthroughs, and really take the project, the people, and the industry to the next level. And most of the time, we're just happy we didn't crash and burn. And so I'm just wanting to challenge people that maybe that's not the real outcome we want. We don't want to just not out, not crash and burn. We want to, we want to really excel to soar. So I also see the toll this takes on the teams who didn't really come to just not crash and burn. And through the process of being adversarial or competitive or zero-sum game, they suffer really unnecessarily. They have enormous stress, a lot of anxiety, and there's a lot, I will repeat that, a lot of wasted resources in time, energy, materials, manpower, it, it just is a lot of waste. And that that could have been used for the benefit of the project. And so when we work against each other, we actually undermine ourselves and what's possible. And I see this, and I've seen this for years and years. And I love it when a light bulb goes on and people really get it. But I realized that as I was starting my new business and I was going to try to share more broadly the lessons I've learned and help teams and help organizations and help leaders, I realized it was leaders is where I needed to start. And I needed to start upstream from the projects because by the time they come to the projects, it's kind of too late to get them to have a mindset of partnering. It's very challenging. And many of the people who have a profound effect on our projects aren't in the partnering session. Key subs, subcontractors, third-tier subcontractors, suppliers, vendors, uh, some of the people that are the owner's agents that really have a huge effect, sometimes aren't there. A lot of times we don't have in there the people who really can affect it. So going upstream, I thought, well, we could work in the individual businesses and organizations to help them create a partnering approach to how they do business in the industry. And that then they would bring that to their projects and to their partnering effort and they would be able to soar. 
So that is where I started my thought process of writing the book. And I know that before anybody comes to a project, they join a project team, or you let a bid, or you bid on a project, or you're selected for a project, or you are a support person for a project. You really need the leaders within that business or organization to really think about what are they bringing to their project? What culture do you have in your organization? Do you think you could have an adversarial, you know, we don't care about our people because I see that sometimes they're, they're not, they're just cogs in a wheel. And then you bring that to your project and whatever policies, practices, processes you are creating in your world as a leader is what your team is going to bring to your projects. And so I'm here to challenge you. Are those really collaborative? Are they meant to be collaborative? And if not, then you're undermining yourself when you step foot on your projects. So I know that if I can help people before they ever step foot on any project, when creating a business culture uh, where that is highly collaborative, built on trust, and each and every project they work on, then and then many, 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 most maybe construction businesses, and that includes the owners, because I believe the owner in the construction process is really part of the business. You know, for most construction projects. It's really bad news for the project, uh, the kind of culture most organizations and businesses are bringing to your project. And that's why you struggle so, especially in trying to really form a team. It's hard. Think about how hard it is to form a team on a construction project. You've got literally dozens and a really large project, hundreds of different companies and organizations that have to come together and form a team. That is where the partnering focus is. Hope you're enjoying this show. Every time you and your team step foot onto a construction project, you bring your business culture with you. For any construction project to succeed, there must be a high trust culture. It doesn't matter if you're in planning, design, construction, or startup phases. The more trust you bring and build, the better your results. I've created a free resource for you, the Trusted Leader Profile, so you can know exactly the level of trust you bring to your business and projects and what you can do to boost trust. You can grab that at sudico.com slash profile. That's S-U- dyco.com slash profile, P-R-O-F-I-L-E. And I hope that you'll remember that always high trust equals high performance, and it really depends on you. Now back to the show. Before you even step foot on the project, is when you need to do the internal work so that you're ready for partnering. For years and years, we've talked about a readiness factor. Are they ready for partnering? And that is where my book is focused in trying to create high trust, 
high-performing businesses that come to our projects. You know, my wish for the industry is that project leaders at all levels, and I really believe you need trusted leaders at all levels, whether it's a CEO, a COO, a project executive, area manager, resident engineer, foreman, superintendent, they all bring with them a high trust, high performing culture. That is my wish for our industry. But you can't do that. They can't do that if the business itself does not operate that way. It has to be consistent, congruent. And I, you know, as I said, I include owners in this because their business, their organization should run like a business because we're dealing with, you know, bidding our or letting projects. It's still got to be a business entity. And the more you operate like a business and a project for your different things, the more effective you're going to be. So I thought if you have fear in your business, you instill fear into your people and they bring that with them to their projects. And fear and trust cannot coexist. So I wrote my book, The Trusted Leader, Using the Partnering Approach to Become the Leader People Want to Follow. And because I really felt that the place I had to start was in the mindset of the leaders who then create the culture for their organizations and businesses. And, you know, the values and mindset are what create your culture. And we want to create a high trust, high performing culture. And, you know, that uses the partnering approach. And so the book is about two-step partnering approach. The first is 10 partnering mindsets that help you to create the mindset that creates the atmosphere that allows for trust to grow. And there's also the second part, which is the six partnering values. And if you build your business on these values, it naturally begins to create the way that people act and behave. And so those things together, mindset and action, create your culture together. And these are proven partnering principles. They, they're the ones that we have used on over 4,000 construction projects. We've seen what works and what doesn't work. And it was a living laboratory for 35 years. And now it's here in a succinct way for you to use in your business. And so my wish for you is that you feel the joy of trusted leadership and experience the extraordinary results that it can bring to you and your business and then on your projects. So if you can achieve it in your business, you will be able to achieve it on your projects. It will be delightful and fun. And a lot of times construction isn't a lot of fun. 
but it can be. And the more fun it is, the more creative and innovative the team is going to be, more high performing the team is going to be. And that doesn't mean you don't have challenges, you will, but you will deal with them in a different way, a more constructive, creative manner. So that is why I wrote it, ended up writing the book that I wrote. And uh, I told you in the last episode about the journey of, of how it became a Wall Street Journal bestseller, which uh, I was just thrilled with, of course. <laughs> so here are a few things to think about this week and to consider for you as the leader and your business. Number one, as a leader, what kind of culture are you creating? You know, look around. You probably haven't even thought about it. Most businesses just evolve. Uh, most organizations evolve, and and if they've been there a long time, like in a, a large, complex organization, and you're a new leader, you know you aren't the entrepreneur that started it. Well, then you, how much have you inherited from others who came before you that lived in a different time in a different place? Um, what kind of culture are you bringing? If if you ask ten people in your business to describe your culture in one word. What word would it be? Ask them. Is your business a high trust, high performing business? Is it? Are you high performing? Are you performing at your top level? Do you have things that you think are just, man, we're just not hitting it on all eight cylinders there. We're just not making it happen. You know, if not, you can't bring a high trust culture to your projects if you aren't working to create high performing because they go hand in hand. High performing and trust go hand in hand. People who are forced, coerced, uh, told what to do, treated as though they're a cog uh, are never high performing. You might find uh, high performing for about five seconds because of the level of urgency over some particular thing. But in the long run, they're not going to give you their brain and they're not going to give you their heart and they're not going to give you their creativity. So last question for this week is, are you ready for partnering? Is your business ready for a highly collaborative multi-faceted, fast-paced, aligned team that is going to kick it and make a project extraordinary. Are you ready for that? Is each person on your team ready for that? Can you imagine if they were, what would happen on every project you step foot on? It would be something to see, and I hope I will see it. So I hope this week you ponder some of these things and think about whether or not you're ready for partnering. And if you really are interested in knowing a little bit of more about your particular style, where you land on between fear and trust and what's happening in your business, uh, I do have a free resource for you that I made. It's part of the book, but it's, it's a free resource for you. Uh, it's the Trusted Leader Profile, and it will explain to you exactly where you fall along the leadership continuum. It will give you a 
a level of trust you are bringing and it will show you what your normal style of leadership is, the norms you bring to your project, as well as it will show you uh, your perceived leadership style, how you think you're leading. And there's many more things to it. So you can grab that if you want. You can grab it for anybody on your team at sudico.com slash profile, S-U-D-Y-C-O dot com slash profile. And just click the button to take the profile and you will get your results and it will walk you through exactly where you are on the leadership continuum. And from there, we all have to start right where we are, right? We start where we are. You might be surprised how you're better in some things than you thought and not as good in other things that you thought. So uh, take, a, take a look at that and grab it and uh, love to know what you think. Take care. Till next time. Okay, Construction Nation. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Lead with Trust. Will you do me a favor? If you think this episode can help anyone on your team or business, please forward it to them. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And your honest review, hopefully five stars, is much appreciated. Every leader who learns how to build their business and projects on a foundation of trust is going to reap the rewards of greater productivity, attracting the best of the best, enjoying your business more, and doing things you thought were impossible. If you want to know where you are in your trusted leader journey, I have a free resource for you. Please just go to sudico.com slash profile, S-U-D-Y-C-O dot com slash profile. And you can grab it there and find out where you are on your trusted leader journey. And so that is a wrap for today. Can't wait until I get a chance to hang out with you again next week. And until then, have a great day.